had the whole conversation set up, and then do we just do it again? <laughs> let's start. Let's start. Start. Let's start. No, you know how you come back. I, I came back from university, and mm. my parents are like, "It's time to do some chores." Okay. And I'm just like, "Oh, no, no, no!" Like they asked us to do chores, and I'm like, "Well, you guys were doing just fine without me, but now they got me doing everything." That's the shit I hate, bro. I'm not even Africans. Like other cultures too, right? They always want you in their presence, and then once you like once you're there, they'll just tell you to do this and do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, bro, like I don't. Want, I'm like, you know, we're getting older. I can't keep doing this. Wait, shit. you know what's funny? Actually, I what? saw a video that says that that's actually a love language. Mm. Like every time they call you to do something, like pick up the remote, it's called like a bit of affection, where they're trying to see if you'll respond in a way that shows that you like love them or something. Uh-huh. And that's why they ask you to do that shit. And I, it kind of put it in perspective. Like I'm still not gonna do it. <laughs> But now I understand, like, why you do it. I don't know, man. Love language. It's, it's apparently, like, if you give them the, the remote, even though it's, like, a petty thing, it shows that you care for them. I, I Bro, don't ask me. I just saw TikTok wait, and I said wait, the same wait. word. <laughs> wait, what? Yeah, no, a married couple was doing it. She was like, could you pass me the remote? And he said, well, I mean, I know it's petty, but apparently that shows that I love you or something. So he mm. just does it. And I was like, I guess this is the same thing that goes on. Our, I don't know, man. Really? I'm just talking, That's interesting. Man. I don't know. I don't know. So so you passing the remote means that your, your affection. Shows that like, like they're, they're like, they're making a bit of affection to see, oh, would you do this thing for me? Mm. And if you would do that remote thing for them, it means that you would do more for them. I don't know, man. What I'm trying to say is that it doesn't matter if it makes sense logically or not. It's just mm. like something like, it's like a need they require whether it's logical or not, that they need you to display. I don't know, man. I'm going to, I'll do more research on it, but yeah, I swear to God, huh? I was like, nah, that's, that, yo, cause that's it a- makes no sense for them to ask you to pass them the remote. So there has to be something deeper. No, it's pro- it is probably deeper to be honest. Yeah, yeah, introduce the, the topic. Like what's, what are you? I was you know? thinking today about like hair, uh, <laughs> Nigerian hair to be more <laughs> like, I know this, this topic has Ooh, a lot to do with the head in school every time. Yo, and they ever call them fresh cuts at your school? I think totally. Yeah, fresh cuts, them. right? They call it fresh cuts. Yo, if, if, <laughs> if you were bald at the back of your head, bro, they'd come for you and they just slap your head. And, I hated bro, that shit so much. Came a lot. But you got that in elementary school or high school? Elementary school. In high school. Yeah, yeah you got it in elementary school. <laughs> just in elementary school. High school too? Bro, no, for me, I got, I started getting fresh cuts in high school. Mm. Like the slap in high school. Oh no, I got mine. They were just slapping my head. In oh shit, bro! Damn. So you've been going. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been going through it. <laughs> oh shit. Speaking of hair, though, like growing up Nigerian, you already know, bro. They don't fuck with like anything, like long hair. Even if you braid it, twist it, bro. You, bro, you know my dad. Bro, it was about. I know your dad. I know bro, your dad. It was a bro. <laughs> Never mind. I was gonna bring it up, but it might be too deep for the for the podcast topic. Never worry. Wait, wait, wait. We can bring up. Like I'm thinking, up. like I want everybody to know, this guy got like a scholarship to go to the states to run track and field, and his dad said no. Nah, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah, no. If I start talking about that shit, bro, you know I might get emotional. Yeah, no, no. Nah, but that was really extra with the hair. Like I never really understood it. Like I never thought it was a big issue. You know, it's just hair, and they cut it goes back you know but i guess with our parents right they thought it was like our hair means more than just hair right it kind of represents a certain part of ourselves right so that's why they oh and they thought like you know having low hair would mean um you're more mature having long hair it means like you're like a gangster yeah you're like a ruffian <laughs> like there's so much negative connotations 
associated with like black hair identity like i'm imagining what it's like for us as like black men just like imagine like black women but for us especially mm. like having like locks is seen as like an unprofessional hairstyle yeah. in the workplace as opposed to like clean cut waves and it's just so problematic because like I'm thinking about for like other people, mm-hmm. they don't have such negative connotations, whatever like hairstyle they would have. That's true. Yeah. They can just like go, ah, oh, I want a mullet today. It looks cool. <laughs> or maybe I got a bus cut to look cool too. But they'll never be like, ah, oh, that's a weird or like as a bad like gangster type of haircut. Exactly. Like, there's not even like a sentence that exists. So I feel like hair is racialized in that kind mm. of sense. But I think, I think it definitely is, especially like if we're black, right? Like people who have dreadlocks, right? Um, you know, there's some workplaces where, where it requires you to actually go and cut your hair because mm. it's seen as being rough. That's craziness. Which is like, I don't think it, I don't know. But there's there's a law passed that actually makes sure you can't cut your hair to look more professional. There, wait, there's a law passed. Like, like I've seen something like they can't discriminate based on like I don't know if it's Ontario. <laughs> we'll 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 put that we'll put yeah, that yeah, somewhere we'll, in the we'll video. Find it, yeah, but yeah. they can't just like discriminate based on your. I mean, they clearly will like subconsciously, but mm-hmm. they can't outwardly do so. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe you might have to get it cut. Mm. I, I saw this video. I, I don't know if it was in. I think it was in America, but some guy couldn't actually graduate because of his hair. Like he had to cut it before graduation, and he had. That's dreadlocks. crazy. And you know it's crazy because like you just wear the cap, so you could easily just tie it. That's and, like, crazy. It. That's but crazy. I guess if they're sticking out, you have to cut it. But like. What makes it different from like say for example caucasian people with long hair right mm. where it's just more seen as um in society as like that's that's whatever you know nobody it's really crazy. questions it nobody says oh you got to cut your hair right but if it's for us and we have like long hair right they see it as rough it's just kind of and what does it mean that a society gets to police the ways one can express their facial features mm. or you know just their hair what does it mean that society can police and say well we determine like what kind of hair you wear determines what kind of person you are mm-hmm. is the weirdest shit to me. How like a state can be like, ah, yes, we can look at these people as like gangsters and criminals. And I'm like, whoa, there's no way you have the authority to say that about a whole group of people. That's true. That's just bizarre. I don't know. It's 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 wild that, you know, discrimination is still a real thing that's happening, right? So speaking about hair, let's, let's talk about you. Because growing up, bro, I remember, <laughs> <laughs> I remember your haircuts, bro. Bro, I swear your dad hated you, bro. Fam, if I can yo, find a picture, relax, I'm going to put relax. it up here. Bro, I swear your dad hated you. Bro, no, no, no. Guys, yo, let me tell you something. This guy, every time I saw this guy, not a buzz cut. You know, you know you can get a buzz cut, you have a bit of hair? Bro, bald. Completely, no hairline, nothing. Just gone. But you know what this crazy part was? Your dad had a fresh cut, bro. No. <laughs> bro, how is your dad fresher than you? Bro, your dad had the hairline crisp. No, crisp. No, you know what it was? You know what it was? I swear to God, like... Like, bro's been cutting his hair for a while, like, trying to be, like, an entrepreneur or some kind of shit, right? My mom would be like, you have to cut your kid's hair. And bro's like, all right, all right, I guess I'll do it. Bro did not care. He just sat down to stay still. Just went. Bro, he just buzzed you, bro, every time, bro. It was nonsense. And then when it was time for his haircut, he was like, all right, let's take my time. I need a fresh cut for church. I I see him. I I literally see him. He's the freshest nigga there, bro. With the lineup, doing his kids dirty, bro. Yeah. Bro, like, like my dad, he he stopped cutting my hair around, let's say around 10, Mm. right? And then that's when I started going to the barbershop and stuff like that. But I'm assuming for you. It was I did not go to the barbershop. I did not go to the barbershop till I was in grade 10. 
I did not stop, go to the barbershop till I was in grade 10. I'm telling you right now, like, all of high school and, like, middle school, I would just grow my hair out and it'd be weird. And my parents would be like, go cut it, go cut it. And they would just, like, cut it themselves. My dad would just cut it himself. And I remember the first time, like, I got, like, a fresh fade in grade 10. I'm mm-hmm. not even kidding. Like, girls started looking at me different. I'm not even joking. Because it was just the biggest bum walking around school every day. I get an actual fade from a barber. And they're like, wait, James, you're kind of attractive. I was no, like, I'm, I'm telling you, the haircut really makes a difference. Like, a that's proper so haircut. so crazy. Yeah. Yo, but, like. That's crazy, though, because up until grade 10, you were always having butts cuts, right? Yeah. And then you saw, like, girls weren't really coming at you or whatever. But then once you got the fresh cut. I think it is back. Oh, okay, okay. Once you got the fresh cut, you know, people started noticing you more. Yeah. Right? It was, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy how a haircut can actually make a difference. I feel like, I don't know, there's something about haircuts and the black identity that allows it to completely transform your appearance. Mm-hmm. And I think more so drastically. I don't know if it's the facial features. I have to, like, search this up. <laughs> but it's more than, I feel like, any other race. Because you can oh, get, for sure. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for sure. And here's, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah, Let me tell you about something. <laughs> you know, I watched Atlanta, this show, with Donald Glover, right? Mm-hmm. And in the first season, he has his hair, like, just, oh, it's just, it's just growing out. He's not taking care of it. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about that. Like, why do we have to get weekly haircuts? Like, who else is doing that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I'm like, free my people from the shackles (laughs) of weekly haircuts. We're paying like $20 every like two weeks. How can we build generational wealth (laughs) when we're getting bi-weekly haircuts? That's all I have to say, man. Bro, I think it's because like in society, they they view our hair as like being rough, right? So we got to clean. And that's crazy. That is literally like racism. It's literally racism, but I guess. A lot of black people has just accepted it as like, oh, I got to go get, get cleaned up. You can have a Caucasian person, right? They grow out their hair for a long time. Nobody's going to tell that person to cut it. Yeah. Nobody's going to question it. And if it. it gets really long, they're just like, oh, I see you go for that long hair look. Apparently, yep. it's in style. The worst <laughs> you get called is a hippie. That is literally the worst thing that you get called. I don't know, man. I don't nah, know. It's crazy, but I think it's because for, for our hair, like, you know, I don't know if you can tell I have trolls in my hair, right? So mm-hmm. I got to, like, take care of it. And, like, the more I, like, start doing my hair, the more I start to learn. And our hair is just naturally prone to, like, dryness and just breaking. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. Like, it just naturally dry. Like, there's no oils. You got to, like, put um, essential oils in it, like, olive oil and stuff and like that. And that's the thing, right? I think that because they're too scared of, like, you, like, growing your hair out, like, I think also when you you pay attention to your hair and take care of it, it's seen as, like, feminine, I would say, within, like, a Nigerian mm. cultural oh, context, sure, yeah, yeah. which is a bit of a problem because I was growing my hair out, like, right now it's, like, really short. But I remember, like, <laughs> I remember a couple months ago, I showed oh, up to yeah, church, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like my hair was like, like I had a lot of hair, but I just did not take care of it because mm-hmm. my entire life they were like, James, like just cut, cut that it, shit yeah. short, and I'm like, well, okay, now <laughs> I just look like crazy and nappy. And we talked about how you can't have like rough hair; it's seen as like rough. Everybody's accepted it, yeah, yeah. But like, even like your relatives have accepted that. Like, I'll pull up to church, and every time someone will tell me, James, you're not gonna comb your hair, <laughs> they'll just keep making comments on my appearance, and I'm just like, bro, this is like so tough. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's just how it's seen in our culture, as just having um like when you grow out your hair long, it's just seen as rough or whatever, and then you gotta pick it out, right? But who isn't to say that you know growing out your hair and having nappy is like normal? You know what I mean? Because back that's then, that's what I'm saying. Back then, they didn't really have like the tools to like straighten their hair or whatever. They didn't have weave back then, right? You just kind of grow it out. I'm talking about like back then, like maybe like 1800s. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but who wasn't to say that's like our natural way of like having our hair? Right? I fully agree. I fully agree. <laughs> but listen, listen, right? If you walk up to your friends and say, "Guys, why don't we all just leave our hair be?" They will call you a bum who doesn't want to take care of themselves. Exactly. You know, I remember I was actually like talking about this. I was like, "Guys." I'm not taking care of my hair because 
who's decided to say what my hair should look like? Exactly. And they were just laughing. They're like, James, you're just a bum and you have nappy hair. And yeah. I was like, this is craziness. Like, I'm too woke for them to understand. <laughs> Yo, do you, you think it was like Caucasian people in the society that told us that our hair is rough or was it like our own? Um, well, I mean, black people have never been like the beauty standards to begin with. You know what I'm saying? That's true. <laughs> so I feel like already being told that like we are not the most attractive people or conventionally attractive to begin with. Mm. And then within that, creating like little subsections of what can be considered attractive. Mm -hmm. Like Michael B. Jordan, for example, you can be like, ah, this is an attractive black person. By doing stuff like that, you can then get black people to rally behind it and be like, actually, you know what? Yeah. If you're going to give us something to look attractive, mm -hmm. at least, okay, then fine. We'll adhere to this, like, standard of attractiveness. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, bruh, okay. okay. I'm like, I feel like, and then now we all collectively decide as, like, a people to be like, this ah, yes, way. okay, this, this is, is how it should be. And I'm like, right? I don't know, man. Yeah. But you know me, man. Like, I want to get some hoes, so <laughs> I'm going to adhere to it, too. Like, if they say that's what's attractive, that's what I'm going to do. Yo, you got you to gotta do what, to, what, what the people want, you know? Like, if, that, if, that's what, if that's what the style is at that point, you know, waves. And, you know, if you, if you have proper waves, right, you know, waves can really change your appearance. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, so, some, some women really, really love waves, right? So um, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. But it's just unfortunate how society, they made it so that there's only certain hairstyles that we can rock that are, like, seen as good. Or seen as like proper, yeah. and then that are seen as like not okay in society, or like you look rough. And then with the hairstyles, there, there comes prejudice, right? So, mm. like, you know, people, you have dreadlocks, you know, and I don't know. Go, but yeah, dreadlocks, yeah. actually, even his name is racist, like the dreadlocks. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it's just like locks, we call them now, apparently, because that's like carrying a negative connotation. Like, why are they dreadlocks? I don't yeah. think they were originally called that. Oh, really? Because dread was a negative emotion to possess towards that hairstyle. I can't oh, shit. Not, I, I, I didn't even know that. I go through TikTok comments and they say we don't call them dreadlocks anymore. So, so dreadlocks was a Caucasian thing that they made. maybe we're gonna research gonna that research. as well. See, I don't wanna. I don't wanna be saying stuff that I don't. That know. We don't know, but, but apparently you can't go on Twitter or TikTok and say dreadlocks. And I, I kind of, I kind of mess with that too, because mm -hmm. like, why, what other name has some kind of negative emotion in the thing? Like, why, why is it dread? I don't think it has anything to do with the like twisting style or whatever. Oh, the, so it's probably just like a weird ass mm -hmm. name. I don't know. I never thought of it like that, yo. Yo. Shit. Coming back to dreadlocks, right? Um, so my dad, you know my dad, right? Oh, I know your dad. No, you know him, you know? <laughs> I know your dad. No, yo, this guy is probably the most judgmental person you'll ever see. Like he won't he won't say it to your face. That's a, that's the that's the thing. He'll judge you. The way he like talks to you or interacts with you is based on like, you know, your appearance or whatever. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. Sometimes sometimes I'll be in the car with my dad, right? He'll see a guy with dreadlocks. And right away, he'll just be like, oh, that's a roughie. Like, you know what I mean? And that's just, crazy. Like, you know what I mean? the car, too. Yeah. I'm just like, yo, you can't, you can't be judging. You know, I'm not going to, like, talk up to him. Or yeah. Anything, you know? I'm just like, yo, this guy's just really judging. And it's crazy because, like, I just don't know where it came from in Nigerian culture to be to be judging like that. I don't yeah. know. Cause, like, I, I knew because, like, you know, when they grew up and everything, they always had, like, short hair and everything. But... To be like I don't know like you know he's also black too. So we, yeah, we have to do some research, right? Because yeah. this is where it actually gets a bit complex. Mm. We never grew up in Nigeria, particularly. Like I came here when I was like five-ish. Well, I just know that I spent like five or less years in Nigeria. Oh shit! But there's like even within I would say the Nigerian community, there are like anti-black sentiments concerning hair. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I'll put it this way: like we came here. And I would see guys wearing cornrows mm -hmm. or like just twist. And that was just cool. That is like cool African Canadian culture. It's cool yeah. black culture. 
And in that sense, you have to understand there's like a distinction between black as a culture mm-hmm. and black as a race. That's like true, we're part yeah. of the black race, but we're not necessarily in the black, black culture. culture. There's like an Atlanta episode fully on this entire <laughs> concept. It's called like rich wigga, poor wigga. And it's actually like a really like insightful mm-hmm. uh, thing about like the difference between the cultures. And then, I don't know, just concerning stuff like that. That's why I never like judge people whenever they have like a different hairstyle mm-hmm. or if their hair is quote unquote nappy or yeah. not looking neat. I'm like, that's none of my business. <laughs> if I see someone with like a nappy haircut, it is not my, like, I'm still going to treat them like normally because we all have like our own things we're going through. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like you might have problems or insecurities with your hair. Like someone can't just walk up to you and be like, bro, you are not looking good right now. You got a yee <laughs> ass haircut and he's already down. Like that might be the last straw. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah, I try, I try not to judge as much. You know, my, my parents, they, um, I knew they grew up in a tough society, right? And, you know, they want the best for me, mm-hmm. right? And just for my future. That's right? true. That's so true. the stuff that they do, I understand where it comes from. But at the same time, it is still wrong. You know, you, mm. can't, you can't really judge somebody just based off appearance. You know, that's, that's literally what slavery was back then. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, like, I get it. They're trying to be, like, looking out for us. But I'm like, bro, what you're looking out for is, like, aligning with, like, white supremacy. Literally. Just, like, being like, yeah, you know what? They see us this way, so let's try not to be that way ever. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I get, like, what you're talking about, but then it's just going to permanently stay this way. It's gonna and like, nothing's going to change. There's not going to be any change. If we want to change, we got to start doing things differently. You got to start looking at the way we, we do stuff differently, right? Our situation is very special. Mm-hmm. Um, our parents are, are a bit more strict, right? Yeah. So, like, getting braids, getting twists, right? You're just, just going to see it as, like, something bad. It's not necessarily a bad thing, you know? There's just people who are smart that have braids. There's people who are smart that have dreadlocks, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, um, I feel like we got to remove this negative um, connotation from like, having these hairstyles as being bad, right? And just seeing it as, oh, okay, it's, like, a normal thing because, like, only blacks can really pull this off, like these certain hairstyles, mm, like braids, like mm. really good braids, twists, like dreads, right? You know, yeah, because they cultures, are protective hairstyles. They're protective hairstyles for, for curly reason. hair. Yeah, they're supposed to help them grow better and be safe without, like, you know, the ends because exactly. you know the ends need not as much manipulation or whatever. Exactly. And it's like, bro, I literally just learned that, like, maybe like seven months ago. <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's the thing they don't teach that. Like when, I, like when I started doing my hair, right? I didn't know any of this shit until like I really started doing it. I started curling up my hair, trying different things, you know. You know, I twist it when my parents leave, whatever. Um, <laughs> you know? Um, and then I realized, like, as I started to do it, I realized, oh, okay, this is, like, a way to protect your hair. Like, people who get braids and dreads, right, it's not necessarily the style sometimes, but maybe it's, like, just a better way to manage the hair because, you know, our hair is obviously harder to manage, right? Oh, yeah. Way harder oh, than, yeah. way, you know? And, and <laughs> bro, that's why I, like, fudge with twists so much and, like, long hair. Mm-hmm. I fudge with that so much. But my problem is, like, I am not the kind of person who can, like, apportion that time to take care of my appearance like that. Like, I will look for the simplest thing to make me look, like, I look for the least amounts of effort to attractiveness ratio. I'm like, what is the least I can do to still be attractive? I'm like, just cut my hair low and just relax. So that's why my hair is low. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm not trying to wake up and, like, spend 15 minutes to be, quote, unquote, presentable to the world. That's not my vibe, bro. A lot of people do get um, short hair just for that. Because mm-hmm. it's just easier to manage, right? Than long hair. Because if you have long hair and it's like nappy, right? And you're going to like a job interview, you can't just go. You know, you can't just wake up. You know, like a Caucasian person could wake up, or like not even Caucasian, but just other people with like yeah, not hair. curly hair. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they can just wake up. You know, maybe just brush it once or twice and go out their day. Us, hmm. like especially if we have nappy hair, we gotta either it's either we're gonna cut it that day 
if we have an interview or we gotta like pick it out and make sure it's okay yeah, yeah. You know, we can't just like leave the house like that and um it's crazy how society just views our hair as being um especially if it's not taken care of through their eyes right um seen as like bad or whatever and i feel like that shit needs to really change you know well i don't know so all i gotta say is <laughs> i'd be be like unapologetically black like for the most part like I would say I'm trying to normalize walking outside of my house mm-hmm. with my hair just like nappy, like, like I whatever don't care. it is. Right? I'm trying to be able to walk out, putting in minimal effort to make it presentable. Like mm-hmm. I think people should have that right and not constantly have to be worried about ah, uh, like I'm so disheveled right now. Mm-hmm. Like, are you really disheveled, or have you just always been told you're disheveled? Like, bro, do you think pics always existed? Do you That's think true. twisting gel was around like a hundred, two hundred years ago? There was no such thing. Like, There's just no relax. Thing. I don't know, man. None of that, bro. I don't know. No, but I definitely agree. I feel like it should be normalized, um, and people should just start looking at their hairstyles. Just like this is just how our hair is. You know, hair is naturally dry. Yeah, it does break off more, but like this is just how it is. We're born like this, right? So you shouldn't dictate how we should, you know, present our hair towards the world, right? Yeah, I guess this is how we're gonna we're gonna end it. Yeah, you know, first first episode. But if you guys enjoyed it, please like, comment, subscribe, turn your post notifications on for more content. Um, anything else? To say? <laughs> All right, this is it. Let's get it.